Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. Pastel outfits for the whole family, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies, from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. Hiring is hard. Express Employment Professionals makes it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express Employment Professionals is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies Find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. Dealing with mess can feel like an impossible task. It just keeps coming back. Well, today we're brought to you by the organization experts, IKEA. IKEA knows that we all have those areas in our homes consumed by mess, whether it be the chair that collects all your clothes or the monstrous pile under your bed. That's why IKEA makes affordable wardrobe organizers, underbed storage, and other solutions that help you easily take back that chair and conquer the mess monster under your bed. Visit IKEA to explore more. You can't afford mess, so IKEA makes storage affordable. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to The Fifth Thing. I'm Amy. And I'm Kat. And today's quote is from Women on Top. But I feel like it could come from anybody. I don't know. <laughs> I was know. not paying attention. Then I was like, wait, what Instagram account? I, I Well, it popped up in my suggested. Of course it of did. Like, I think because I look for quotes so much all the time. That's why I get the suggestions all the time of the accounts that just post quotes like in okay. their, the thing. So what did women on like, top say? I think it's women on top, like maybe like in the world, business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. I would hope. What, yeah. Well, let, I'll judge based off of the quote. Okay. Be so confident in knowing what you bring to the table that you're willing to eat alone until you find the right table. <laughs> it could go either way. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a good quote. Mm -hmm. I have another one from Life on Purpose Movement. This was also suggested to me. Maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming anything. Maybe it's about unbecoming. Mm -hmm everything that really isn't you so that you can be who you were meant to be in the first place. I love that. I love anything that says- Which is a woman on says, top. Yeah. <laughs> so, <maybe. laughs> okay. Just kidding. Houston, that was just me being like, for fun, not to just some behind the scenes if we ever mess up. Do you ever do that in your life? Yeah, you're just like used to being like, oh, no, no. I don't know why I just did it I did there. that in a session and I'm like, oh, brr, let me start over. I'm going to say that again. To a client? Yeah, I feel like that might happen one day. <laughs> Hasn't so far. That's our code to our editor, Houston. If we want to start something over, or take it out or whatever, because it didn't make sense, which trust me, a lot of times we leave stuff in that does not make sense. <laughs> I honestly don't know what makes us decide to brr or not. Um, Do you? If we jumble our words. Yeah, probably. Or if we say something, I'm like, I actually don't want that in there. I know that Houston is saving them all and he could be working on a special- A whole episode. Christmas present to our listeners by putting them all together, like all the bloopers and whatnot. So one of our listeners, Ashley, she shared this whole post with me about people on the internet 
just her feelings on sometimes why people can just be so mean. mean. And it may be basically today's episode or okay. at least the the topic around it. And it's so good. And we love, again, hearing from y'all and things you're putting out into the world and hearing your feelings. And so I'm just going to go ahead and read what Ashley sent me verbatim. Is, is this a post she made or she just sent you something? Yeah, I, it's a post that she put up, but then okay. she emailed me okay. the post because I was like, hey, send this to me. And so it's a place for the worst in us. That's the title. Mm-hmm. A little more than a month ago, my house was burglarized. I was hoping to find any neighbors who might have video surveillance from around the time of the burglary. So I posted on Nextdoor asking any neighbors to contact me if they had security footage. The responses I got were mostly sympathetic at first, but the comments soon devolved to the place most social media has a tendency to go. Meanness and name calling. Not meanness to me, of course, but uncalled for comments about elected officials, our police, police chief, and sweeping generalizations about the citizens of Baton Rouge. It wasn't helpful or even relevant, but for some reason, neighbors felt the need to share their political opinions and commentary on a post that was asking for help. Mm. I'm certainly no better than the majority of people out there. There is a part of me that I'm not proud of that tends towards judgmental, quick, knee-jerk reactions to people or situations, an internal dialogue that's snarky and unkind. Most of us were raised well enough to know that most of those thoughts are best left unsaid, and we raise our kids that way too. We have told our children to lead with kindness, to take the high road, to remember that you never know what another person is going through. Your parents probably taught you the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And whether we use the same language or not, we have passed that wisdom on to the next generation. But for far too many of us, the ability to anonymously or facelessly comment on things online has given that snarky and unkind part of ourselves a place to be expressed. We write things in the comments and we post things online that we would never say to a person's face. It's like all humanity and grace has left the room when someone posts something online that we disagree with or that pushes our buttons. This is true for things ranging from political opinions to interests and hobbies or a person's latest purchase. It's my belief that this tendency to fire off comments has led us to desensitizing ourselves to unkindness and judgment. A person posts a rude, mean, unhelpful, or unnecessary comment online, and that leads to more of the same. These online, anonymous, or faceless forums have offered the worst parts of ourselves a comfortable place to live and thrive. We've lost the ability to hold our tongues, to take a step back, to not rush to snap judgment or share every thought that enters our minds. What if we all decided that we would take the advice we were given growing up and the advice we are hopefully still passing on to our children, at least in word, and lead with kindness, what if we scrolled on by when we disagreed with a person and couldn't bring ourselves to do so civilly and without resorting to cruel comments and mean-spirited jokes? What if we remembered a time when we wouldn't post something that we wouldn't say if the person was standing in front of us? Friends, I really long for a time when we can be neighbors who can agree to disagree and respond with civility and respect on important matters like political issues and religious views and more benign things like hobbies, tone of voice, and food choices, and everything in between. This is something she put up uh, September 1st of this year, she said. 
Ah, which is the challenge. Yeah. I mean, I think it's so true. I think even that could extend to sometimes things, at least what's popping into my head of what I do is things sometimes we say if someone's not there, if we're talking to another friend and sometimes you may need to vent about something or work something out, but also because someone's not present, are you saying something that maybe you otherwise wouldn't, wouldn't like gossip say probably more yeah. falling into the lines of that or something snarky or judgmental or rude, but using that as a, I don't know, a That's checkpoint prob- yeah. of like, if this person was here, would I say this to their face? Because there yeah. are some things that you may say about someone that if they were there, you would absolutely be like, oh, by the way, I would say this to right. her or in front of her. I'm not talking bad. Like I would say this. Yeah. But that's a whole, probably but a, that's whole, a whole, other, whole other thing. Because thing. I think what she's getting at, and it's so wild that that started because she was asking for help. And then people started talking and fighting about something that was not even about what she, like she started a thread that was supposed to be for good and it turned into bad. But I think that's different than the gossip situation because- she mentioned we're being desensitized to online bullying and calling people out. And we've become, I think, as a culture, more aggressive. And, you know, the whole idea of my therapist recently told me, Kat, there's a difference between being aggressive and assertive. And I was like, yes, there is. And sometimes it's hard for me to find that line. But online, people don't feel like I think a lot of times they need to do that because they'll say whatever. I don't want to be come off aggressive towards you, but sometimes I might want to be assertive. So I'm careful of how I say things versus online. If I don't know that person, it's almost like out of sight, out of mind. I don't have to care, care about their feelings. And right. I don't like that. Yeah. And yes, the two things are very different. Yeah. But I guess I was just I made a mental note for myself sometimes and how I'm yeah. speaking that like to having that as a... Well, that probably applies to you more. As a... Well, no, I think both apply to me. I, how I just remembered how we ended up talking about this online where I said, oh, hey, send me your post because I had shared in stories a rude comment that a listener left me. Mm. Like I'd put up some video. I think I was hiking with my cousin and they just commented like, "Uh, now I don't remember exactly what, what they said, but something like, oh, I bet Ben's glad he's rid of you or- Yes, that, I remember that. He, he was probably couldn't stand being married to your crazy or whatever. And so- I just shared it and I'm like, oh my gosh, people are so nice on the internet. It's so great. And then that's when Ashley shared with me the post and I was like, oh, email that to me. So I definitely can relate to the online thing. I guess I just thought too, in, but, in, in, at work conversations or different things, it's like, okay, would I be saying this or should I say this? I don't know. I kind of liked the way you responded because it was kind of funny and it wasn't at the, you weren't being rude or mean to, or making fun of anybody. It was more about the comment. Oh, that people are so yes. kind. Yeah. I was being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think you, because of the human you are, struggle as much with, oh, should I be mean to somebody on the internet versus like, should I say this about this person in my life if they're not here? That's where I was saying you might relate to that part more. I think you probably get a lot of the crazy mean people are not thinking that you're a human. For some reason, because they don't know you personally and they only hear your voice, they can think that you're just like somebody that lives in the radio. There are times where I've gotten, you know, emails or DMs. And then if I reply, they're suddenly like, oh, you're real. Love the show. I've listened forever. Y'all are awesome. And I'm like, wait. And it was like something mean they would have said. Yeah. Like, oh, I thought you were just, again, living in the radio, which when I was little, I did think people lived inside of the radio and like talked. They're miniature people. Wow. Yeah. 
So maybe that's what they're thinking. That, I mean, that makes sense. You'd think, okay, these talking little things. Where are they coming from? Little people are coming out of my radio. But yeah, when I first started the Bobby Bone Show back in the day, yeah, in 2006, 2007, I spent a lot of time in front of my computer with emails. Like I would sit in front of them for, if I got a hate email yeah. for like an hour and I would be drafting a reply in a kind way. But then eventually I started to let that go. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, just delete it. Why am I taking the time? But I had never been in this profession. I had never had anything like that. And I had to grow thick skin. And that's and before I, social media. So it was literally on email. Yeah, yeah, there was no. So you're not also used to like online bullying. That isn't a thing. I heard somebody, I forgot who it was. It was a person in the spotlight talking about their struggle with the online bullying stuff. And they were talking about how, a lot of times you hear, well, you sign up for this. This is what you sign up for. And I agree with what they said. No, it's not. And why would we stoop down to the, oh, we just should accept this. It just is the, it just is the way the world is versus it doesn't actually have to be this way. We could actually think, hey, maybe I should be a little kinder. We can actually call into the people who are spreading and creating threads that were meant for good to harm. We're allowed to shift that. We can change that. We don't have to just say, well, you're on the radio. So you just, that's just what you get. Why, why, why? I don't know. Have you seen the David Beckham documentary that's up on Netflix? Uh, we started watching it yesterday. Okay. Have so you gotten to the episode where he, uh, we haven't finished the first episode. Okay. So you're not there yet. <laughs> no. It's early on. And this is, I didn't know anything about David Beckham's career, but this isn't ruining anything. I don't think. This happened a long time ago. It was in the news. Uh, but he messed up in a game, like a big game. I don't know if it's the World Cup or what. I can't. I was multitasking. So I was picking up bits and pieces. And he got fouled out of a game. I don't know the soccer language, but he got a flag. A red card? Yeah. Red card. He couldn't play yeah. anymore. Which I'm going to my first Nashville soccer game this weekend. You're going to love it. Saturday. The first like major league, league soccer game. Very excited <laughs> on Saturday. Uh, so you'll know red card, you're out. Yellow card is a warning. Okay. If you get another one, you get a red card and you're out. So Bex, <laughs> that's David Beckham's <laughs> nickname. Uh, he got a red card and then they lost the game. So the whole country blamed him. Blamed him. And it was brutal for them. Like even Posh Spice, Victoria. Uh, <laughs> They they had just they had a baby. I mean, it took forever for him to come out. Actually, I'm still not even to the part where he's come out of outliving that part of it. So brutal. I mean, they beat him down. I mean, he was like, and it's soccer. Every news outlet, every human, like they were just like it, suddenly. I mean, they were praising him right before, and then suddenly he's scum one of the earth. And it's like, well, that's not. He, he didn't kill anybody. He, he didn't sign up for that. And by the way. Well, this part I'll leave. I'm not going to say. Okay. Because this part, maybe people didn't know about, but there is a twist to the story. Oh. And it's very fascinating. And it makes me want to be like, well, that sucks, you loser. But to then, him? To the other guy. Except oh. for I'm not going to take my uh, frustration and anger out on him. Okay. I will say I want to get your feedback when you see your soccer your, the soccer game because one thing that bothers me about men's soccer is they just flop all over the place just to get fouls. And to get people so they can have a free kick or get the ball back. So if literally somebody like touches you, the guy will flop to the ground. And I think you should get carded for doing that. And sometimes you do. So I want to get your feedback of what you think about the um, flopping. 
But how am I going to know? Because you can tell if somebody really deserves, like if somebody sticks their foot out and trips somebody's ankles, that's one thing. Then like it's a contact sport. You're going to get pushed a little bit. So I just want you to, I want to get your feedback and see, did you think there was a lot of faking it? It's faking it. It's like they're acting to get the ball. Like wrestling. (laughs) Yes, but that's for- Well, wrestling is fake, but but some of it looks real. Yeah, but they're not- they're not doing that. That's a show versus they're doing that to get the other guy in trouble. They're pretending to be hurt so they get the ball. I'm like, just get up and go chase the ball back and yeah. get that way. Okay. Anyway. I'll I, see if I can pick up on that. Okay. I mean, this is literally my first soccer game that's not. You're like, I don't actually know the point of soccer yet. YMCA youth soccer with my kids. So <laughs> I've never, I mean, besides the David Beckham documentary and then this upcoming game this weekend, okay. that's the most like pro or real soccer type stuff I've ever watched in my life. So Kat, where can people find you? On Instagram at cat.defada and at you need therapy podcast. But be nice over there. When you, when you Please. <laughs> and I am at Radio Amy. You can hit up radioamy.com as well. And then, yeah, Kat's you need therapy podcast handle is obviously there because her podcast, you need therapy. So check out that. So many amazing episodes up there. She has episodes that come out every Monday and every Wednesday which Couch Talks is on Wednesday and that's normally answering like an email. So you could also send her emails. Where do people do that? Catherine at uniquetherapypodcast.com. Boom. All right. Have the day you need to have. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber. Not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.